You are listening to the Embassy Church Podcast, and here is today's message. I'm glad you made it today. I know the roads were quite interesting, especially if you're coming from out of town. I'm just going to have some lunch today, so while you guys watch me, I'm just kidding. <laughs> we have somebody, we have some people today that are very special and dear to our church body that are coming to speak to us. And uh, as I as I invite them to come up, as James and Deanna, you can you can come on up. It's been amazing to watch this couple over the last year in particular. It's been amazing to watch this couple over my lifetime of knowing them, an incredible um, couple. But over the last year in sitting with James and Deanna and watching how God just began to do this incredible work in their life. And uh, Deanna works in the daycare and so we have a daycare meeting every week and um, it's it's been interesting because as most of our time is quickly discussing the daycare and then pouring into what God's been saying and speaking um, to Deanna and just how he's been wrecking her, right? Like wrecking her in a good way, <laughs> but just changing her life and how she sees things and healing her heart amazing and then and then meeting with James and talking with James and watching how God has been doing a work in him as well in so many different areas and just putting puzzle pieces together but I think one of the most amazing moments was we we do church at Homeward Bound on Thursdays and um homeward bound houses homeless people and um, that are struggling with addictions and stuff and so on Thursdays we go and we do church with them it's the most amazing it's just the most amazing group of people but um, James has come with us and and um, James began to speak and just watching the hand of God on his life uh, Wayne and I go and and the one day in particular, Wayne and I are just sitting there crying as we just felt the presence of God move in, but just watching the hand of God on James's life was just like, wow, like you can feel it thick in the room. And, and uh, Wayne and I laughed and it was like, I really think that, uh, Wayne and I were saying, I really think that James and Deanna need to, need to share at church what God's doing in their life and what God's been speaking to them. And so I'm gonna turn the mic over to them to to minister to us and so open your hearts um, to receive because I know it's it's gonna bless you and I'm gonna find you guys a mic I'll give you mine and then I gotta find the other one one moment find you one you can start talking but I'll do you know where the worship mic is Anybody? No. She's coming in the back. Where is it? Sorry? Music stand. I'm going. <laughs> Am I hot? Am I cold? <laughs> Thank you. 
All right, take it away. Thank you, Megan. It's, uh, it's an honor to be up here today. And, uh, and as Megan was mentioning, uh, God's, doing some, God's doing some things in our life. Uh, he's taking us on a, quite a journey this last year. And uh, we've met with, we've had divine appointments all year. It, it's just been beyond our comprehension. Uh, the setups he's had for us. He's taking us out of our, our comfort zone. Our comfort zone is, we, we don't know where that is anymore. It's gone. It ran away. So, uh, I, we're just going to share a couple scriptures and uh, if, we'll see where, where God takes us today. But the first scripture I have, it comes out of Isaiah. And uh, it pertains to, I believe, the whole body here. I think uh, as we've seen this last year, we've seen God move people all over, uh, stepped out. Uh, and, uh, and this scripture comes up, and it's been coming up this last month, steady. It's just about every day, and it's Isaiah, and it's uh, forget the former things. Do not dwell in the past. Seeing a, see, I am doing a new thing. Do you not perceive it? I am making a way in the desert and streams in the wasteland. God is just uh, moving, moving us out, moving us out of our comfort zones, taking us where maybe we don't feel comfortable being. Uh, This first time I've really been up in front of in front of anybody like this many people, and, and I thought, well, I'm not going up here unless you're there, God, because this really isn't the old James. So I don't know what I'm supposed to be up here, but I'm just going to step out and someplace along the line. Both Diana and I have said yes. We don't understand everything that's going on, but we feel, we, we feel the tug that he's taking us new places, new places. Every day, you know, when you wake up with an excitement and you go, God, you're going to do a new thing today. It's not just a scripture that happens once every two, three years that you can dwell on. You're waking up, God, you're doing something new every day single day you're believing it you're perceiving it and you're starting to you're starting to see the manifestation all around you around the people in the people around you and in your life but i'll pass it on to you deanna i think you might have a couple words about transition definitely i'm going through transition and it's not fun it's really hard because God's wanting us to not be the old anymore. He wants us to be new. Our identity can't be in, in uh, what we do. It can't be in our title. It can't be even in the position in our family. Those are all part of who we are. But God wants us, he wants our identity to be in him, in who he says we are. We're his child, we're his son, we're his daughter. He, 
he's taking us to something new. And so in that, we have to trust him. And I think, God, don't I trust you? Oh, God, help me to trust you. Because it's scary to have to let go of, of who you are, who you thought you were, and, and who you thought you'd be forever. And he's saying, you know, that's, that's the old. I've got something new for you. Walk through this door. I'll take you one step at a time. And we have no clue what the new is going to look like. So that's why it's scary. Also, though, in transition, it's like you're dying. You're dying. And it hurts sometimes. And you can get offended and you can get mad. And you just got to say, okay, God, I know you're doing something in me. You're changing me. You're changing my heart. I'm just going to keep saying yes. And I'm going to keep going one step at a time. And I'm going to trust you as best as I can. And he definitely is doing something new. He is. Megan has been uh, speaking lots about the, the scripture for, the, for this year, Psalm 23. And when I, when I was thinking about meditating on Psalm 23, I think of the table. He sets a table before us in the presence of our enemy. And, and I go, how, how does this occur? What, what's going on here? And, uh, and he took, took me to Revelation. And it's Revelation 3, 3.20, I believe. And this is the words of Jesus. Here I am. I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice, I will, I will enter the door and eat with him, not with that person and they with me. So really that scripture is saying uh, that we get to sit. He, Jesus wants to sit with us. He's got an invitation at his table for us. Everything we have that we have need of in our life is at that table. But we, we have to open that door. We have to say, yes, yes, I'm coming to that table. I'm coming to that table. But he also has in that word, that word is, it says, that'll be with us. He wants to sit with us. Our lives need to be with Jesus. Every promise that he has, every promise that's in the kingdom, he has set out for us at that table. Our sustenance, our, you know, our, the promises of God are all at that table. They do not or cannot occur If we're doing things for him, we need to be doing things with him. It's no different than Deanna and I. I remember when we were first married that we, we would do dishes together. And it was together. You go for a meal with people that you love. And you sit with them. You have a meal with them. Uh, it's personal. It's relationship. You know, every, 
it touches, when you have a relationship, your hearts are tied together. Your hearts are tied together. So I, I just believe that God is just really speaking about us, spending that time at his table. Have a couple laughs every once in a while. You know, be a child also. Bible also says, come like a child. You know, sometimes we got to take off our serious shoes and enjoy. Anyway, Deanna, I'll pass it to you for a moment. One morning at home, I was sitting with my Bible, and uh, God asked, "Can you get to know? Can you get to know a cook by eating their food?" And I thought, well, "That's a weird question." And I thought, "If they're a bad cook." That doesn't mean they're a bad person. I just thought, you no, know, you, you can't get to know someone by eating their food. Because if, if they're a good person and they're a bad cook, that's not a reflection on them. And I thought, well, I'm going to ask James that question. And um, I said, James, can you get to know a cook by eating their food? And he said, yeah, it's fellowship. And then that evening I heard... God say, taste and see that the Lord is good. And I thought, oh, he's talking to me about food again. And so I went to the Bible and I looked at the scripture and it didn't say just taste and see. It said, oh, taste and see. It wasn't a command. It was like, I've tasted. Oh, you've got a taste too. It was like an invitation. It was so good. And I, I started just imagining the best meal I ever had. And it was my mom's cooking, my mom's roast beef, mashed potatoes and gravy. And I just thought about my mom and what she, all the process she would go through um, making this meal for us. And, and just having a special place at the table for me and how much she loved me, how much love she poured into making that meal. And just, it was so special because it was my mom that loved me. And we need to know that we have a seat at the table. We need to know Jesus had a seat, especially for us, with a meal just for us, just for our taste buds, that, that it's just for us because he loves us so much. Yeah, at the, at the table, he does do some providing. As Deanne was saying, our tastes are all different. So what we, what we need at the table, what Deanna needs or Pastor Megan needs or anyone here, it's all a little different. We all have different gifts, talents, and abilities. And uh, he, wants, he wants us to, to sit with him and uh, inquire, inquire where, where or how we're supposed to move these talents that he's given us out into the world, where we walk. So uh, I know Deanna talks quite a bit about what she sees also at the table and uh, it's a treasure. And uh, Jesus was the treasure that he gave up for us. And when we asked him into our lives, we carry that treasure. Wherever we go, we carry a part of that treasure. Wherever 
you walk, you carry that treasure. And every treasure that he gives us is meant to, to pass around, to share, to bless. So I'll pass on. One day at work, I just stepped into the bathroom and I heard God say, you don't know what you carry, Deanna. And I thought, wow, I, real, I really had no clue what he was talking about. Uh, I didn't know what I carry. I didn't really know what he meant. And then um, one day, James uh, took some papers to Marge. She's our bookkeeper. And when he came home, he, he said, Deanna, Marge said, Deanna doesn't realize what she carries. And I thought, oh, wow, that's the second time God has said that. And I thought, okay, God, I really don't know what you're talking about, but I'm, I'm sure you're going to tell me. And then at church, it was December 11th, um, our pastor Megan, she was teaching. And I heard her say, this is what you carry. I thought, wow. God's going to answer the question. So I really listened closely. And she spoke from Isaiah 11:2, And it said, The spirit of the Lord shall rest on him, the spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of counsel and might, the spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord. And I thought, wow, that's what we carry. And I was studying that out, and I, I found a scripture that was quite similar. In Isaiah 33, 5, 6, it said, The Lord is exalted, for he dwells on high. He has filled Zion with justice and righteousness, wisdom and knowledge, will be the stability of your times, the strength of salvation. The fear of the Lord is his treasure. And God always talks to me about treasure. I thought, wow, God, that's our treasure. Those are the gifts that we carry. We spend time with God. And he gives us these gifts for us to carry to the world. Megan explained more of them about the gifts, the spirit of wisdom, the spirit of might, the spirit of prophecy, the spirit of skillfulness, the spirit of intelligent insight the spirit of counsel of advice, and the spirit of a mighty warrior, the spirit of the fear of the Lord. This is my treasure. All these things God wants to fill us up with so we can take them out to the world. So every one of us can have all these gifts. Good word, good word. <clears throat> You talk a little bit uh, about the light. I don't know if you have talked about the light, but we need our, our light is, we're supposed to take the light out into the world. And uh, God highlighted something for me this last while, and it's, it's in Isaiah again. Isaiah's got a lot of good stuff, I tell you. But it's on true fasting. And, uh, and how the light shines. These are some of the, the words that were given about true fasting. It says, remove the heavy yoke of oppression. Stop pointing your finger and spreading vicious rumors. Feed the hungry and help those in trouble. 
And it goes, then your light will shine out from the darkness, and the darkness around you will be as bright as noon. I think God likes to talk to me when I'm in the bathroom. <laughs> At our house, our bathroom is right close to our bedroom, and I get up before James, and the fan and the light are on the same switch, and the fan is really, really loud. So I usually leave the light off, and I turn on a flashlight, and I put it by the sink. And the one morning, I, I had finished going to the bathroom and brushing my teeth, and I shut, the, I shut the flashlight off, and I put it away, and the room was pitch dark. And I heard God say, how do you see in the dark? And I thought, well, I guess you just kind of remember what was there and you feel your way around. And as I stepped out of the bathroom, this line from a song came to me and it said, give me eyes to see you in the dark. And I thought, okay, God, is that a verse in the Bible? So I went to my Bible and I went to my phone and I was looking it up and I, I couldn't find a verse from that. But it was an old song, and so I looked up the song, and in the song, a line in the song, it said, uh, you are the treasure that I cannot afford. Thought, okay, God, you're talking to be about treasure again. And also, I, well, I remembered that, that Pastor Megan had been talking about the world is going to get very dark. I thought, okay, we need to be able to see in the dark. And I also remember I had through that week, this song was going through my head, and it was... Um, my my word is a lamp unto my path and a light and my word thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path and that um so i realized that the word is jesus i started looking up scriptures and there were so many scriptures about the dark and the light so when we're in the world and it's dark how are we going to see um that scripture is in Psalms 119, thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. We see in the dark with light. God's word is light and it'll show me the way. There were so many scriptures. John 8, 12 says, then Jesus again spoke to them saying, I am the light of the world. He who follows me will not walk in the darkness, but will have the light of life. Colossians 1.13 says, He rescued us from the domain of darkness and transferred us to the kingdom of his beloved Son. Jesus is the word of God. He is the light that shines in the darkness. This is how we can see in the darkness. We follow Jesus. We keep our eyes on him. We keep looking to him. We go to him and we spend time with him at the table. We look at him in his eyes and he does meet us, meets our needs, everything we have. We just need to stay focused on him. John 1, 3, sorry, John 1, 1 to 3 says, in the beginning was the world and the word, sorry, in the beginning was the word and the word was with God. And the word was God. He was with God in the beginning, and through him all things were made. Without him nothing was made that was made. In him was life. That life was the light of all mankind. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. The darkness of the world has no power over Jesus, who is the light of the world. 
I read in this book that I was reading, it said, we have the intrinsic ability to reflect the life of Jesus to the world. So when we spend time with him and he gives us those gifts, then we shine our light on the world by, by using our gifts and sharing our gifts with the world. They will come to us. They will come to the light that's in us. Yes, as uh, Dan is saying about the light, the light that God puts in us is not something we can, that we have to manufacture. He puts it in us. He's put it in us. It's uh, him shining at times through us when we, when we say our I guess when we give him our yes, wherever we go, doesn't matter where we go, whether it's out shopping or it's just out ministering someplace or you're just going out for a meal with some friends, you know what? God doesn't require us to, to all be the same. Uh, we don't have to try and, and be a certain way, we just got to allow, we just have to allow those seeds that have taken root in our hearts, those good seeds, you know, the, the words that we planted over the years, we just, we just have to believe that right now we're in that season, we're, we're at a time where we're producing fruit that we're not just producing fruit, but we're, we're out there. We're, we're going to see some harvest out of, out of uh, what God is, uh, what we've allowed God to water in our hearts. So uh, I'll go from there. I guess we're done. Okay. Yeah, we can. I think that's all we have to say today. Thank you so much. Thank you. Um, that was so good. I, listening to how God has taken them on a journey, but I, but God desires to do that in each and every one of us. And I think what I appreciate so much um, is the simplicity of of your journey with God. Like it's, you don't strive for it. You just live in wonder of him, and it's amazing every time you sit down and talk with either of them, there's this journey and this story and this treasure, like Deanna said, that he's laying before them, and it's like every day they're like, oh, and then this happened today, and it's just, it's amazing. I love, I, I was thinking of when you're talking about the table being spread, I was thinking of two different things of how... Um, you know, over Christmas, we, in our house, in our family, we did a lot of entertaining and having different Christmas parties over at our house. And uh, one of them, we had the elders come over for a Christmas supper and I set the table for them. And I, and I took a lot of time to make it special. And I was hot gluing stuff and, you know, to make it look beautiful and, and uh, for no reason other than just their enjoyment of, I set the table 
for you. I even, they came into the dining room and I'm like, let's all take a moment and stare at this table. That, and they're like, oh, it's nice. And I'm like, yes, I, I did this, you know? But in thinking, just thinking about that, we made, I, we researched special drinks and Jude and I, we were like mixing drinks for a whole night until we were sick because we had too much sugar and it was like, just to make it the perfect color and all these things, but it was because we had people coming to sit at our table and, 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 and entertain guests and have time with them. We wanted it to be special for them. And I just think listening to the two of you talk of the exact same thing as he, he prepares, he prepares a table, even now preparing a table for us in the presence of our enemies to come and sit with us. And I remember in the summertime, I think I brought this to you. To, to talk, or I talked about this with you, and then I was listening to Bill Johnson, and um, I was out for a walk, and there was just a lot of swirling. There was a lot of things going, and it was exactly that. It was Bill Johnson said, "In the middle of the storm, there's a table." that he has set, that you can go and dine with him and have conversation with him. Even when you're going through hard times, there's a table that he has set for us. And just think about how much he has prepared for us in that. Isn't that amazing? I think of even Judah, who is the pickiest eater of life. And, you know, so there's some things we're like, no, you're eating it. But there's other things. It's like, you know what, it's just not even worth it. But when I'm making supper, you know, Jarrett likes things a certain way. Judah likes things a certain way. And I'm not making extra food, but I know Judah doesn't like sauce on his food. And Jarrett likes extra cheese on his food. And, and so there's little things that I know because they're my family and because I love them that I make things especially for them, and God does that for us. It's amazing. I want to pray over you guys. And so, um, Adam and Courtney, can you come up here? Adam and Courtney couldn't make it to Nippowin this morning. Their car wouldn't stay on the road, so, so they came to join us, which is wonderful. Uh, Cliff and Colleen, can you come? And Shannon, can you come? I just felt while they were, I just felt um, while they were speaking, um, just to to pray over them, and um, we'll just see where we'll see where it takes us. Colleen, I'll get you to start. We thank you, Father, for this couple. We thank you, Lord God, for the journey that you have taken them on. We thank you, Father, for the treasure that you have placed in their hearts, which is you. We thank you, Father, for everything that you are and everything that you hold for them, in Jesus' name. So Father God, it's, it's just so encouraging to hear what you're doing in their lives and, and how you continue to show them new things every day, Lord. And Father, it's not just the new things, Lord, but the, it's step by step, and, and you're bringing them to something even greater. And so Father, I wanna thank you for for my brothers and sister here that have uh, have shared from their heart what, what you're doing in their lives and, and the journey that you're taking them on and the treasures that you show them. And Father, we realize that you're a personal God and you're our God and you have got the same plans and purposes, Lord, that, that as we move with you, you'll show us the treasure that you have for each one of us, Lord. So Father, we just want to thank you for for their courage to come up and speak to us and and to uh, and be able to share what, what you're doing. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you, Jesus. 
God, I just thank you for James and Deanna, and we just lift them up to you now. God, I just speak increase in their life in every area, God, financially, with their relationships, as they're stepping out right now, God. I just thank you for increase in their life, that there are surprises and little gifts along the way. And I thank you, God, that you have anointed them for this season and you have anointed them yes. for what they're stepping into. And I thank you, God, that they step out in boldness and in courage and that you give them the words to speak, God, that as they are walking down the street, God, I just thank you that they are such a light for you and that they will see many people come to you, Father. Yes. I thank you, God, that you're just leading and guiding them in every single area. And I just thank you, God, for that motherly and fatherly anointing that you placed on their life. And I thank you, God, that even like the next generations, that they will come to them for advice and that you'll just pour into them. I thank you, God, that you give them words in yes. proper seasons, God, for yes. those that come to them for encouragement. I thank you, Father, that your hand is on their life and that they are going amazing places with you and that it's an adventure and that it's it's not the end, it's the beginning of an amazing adventure with you and that you will lead and guide them in every single area they go. I thank you for it. In Jesus' name, amen. I just, I keep hearing the word, the words, you ain't seen nothing yet. I, I, I just, I hear those words, they're rolling around over and over that though you feel like you've been on adventure with him, he is saying back to you, because your hearts have said yes, you ain't seen nothing yet. And that you are about to step in. The transition is hard. Jesus said it would be hard sometimes. But as you step into the next season, it's the season of his goodness manifesting in your lives. Your inheritance is waiting on the other side of the transition. And so, Father, I just thank you for the obedient hearts that are inside of James and Deanna. We just thank you that it's an example for, for us to look at, for us to to glean wisdom from. I thank you for the depth of the relationships that they have with you. That they are, that they are role models in the spirit for those coming behind them. Father, have those people that are coming behind them lift up their arms and, and propel them into the new season. We thank you for who they are and for their hearts that have said yes. And we just ask that you would bless them. Bless them mightily. Bless them mightily, God. We know that that's your will for them. So we ask that you would pour it out over them. And we thank you for it. In Jesus' name, amen. Father, I thank you so much for this very dear couple and for the light that shines from them for all of us to see. Yes. Father, I ask for the wisdom of Solomon. Yes. That as this couple steps forward into what you're calling them into, they will know exactly, exactly what you want from them every step of the way. 
but more than that, Father, as David came before you dancing in joy, this is what I ask for this couple, that every step is filled with joy. And I ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. I just saw um, a combination lock, but almost like in a safe. And you know, when you turn it this way and then you turn it that way, and there's this click every time. So they, you hit the one right number, click, and turn it this way, click. And, and that God has been causing things to click, to, to get ready, and then all of a sudden you turn it that one way and then it releases. And then there's an unlocking that takes place. And I just heard that the Lord say that this is, that the, this is a moment that no, things have been unlocked, that there have been things that have been stored up and locked up for this time and for this season and now has been unlocked. And then I, I saw the Lord pouring out anointing oil on the top of you, being released over you. And he says, I'm anointing you now in a new anointing for the new season that you are walking into. And I just saw the anointing oil covering you and oh, the places that you will go and oh, the places that you will go and the doors that have now been unlocked for you for this season. So God, we just declare that release in the name of Jesus. We declare the unlocking in the name of Jesus as they go forth in the places that you have called them to go. Father, I declare over them divine favor in the name of Jesus. And there is a flow of finances that are coming their way for the work of the ministry. God, God, they are going to be undone by your favor in the name of Jesus. And they released into this season in Jesus' name. Amen. Those of you that are sitting there being like, well, where are they going? I don't know. I don't know. That was just, <laughs> they don't know. We don't know. They're not going anywhere that we know of right now. <laughs> um, but thank you guys. Thank you so much for sharing your hearts. We love you guys. For more information about Embassy Church, visit our website at embassychurch.ca.